Hello, what's up, Mohammed Al Hassan? I'm good, Osama. How are you? I'm good, bro. Honestly, just woke up at eight o'clock in the morning, and then I legit did some gardening. Not gonna lie. Um. By the way, I hope my <laughs> I hope I sound clear with the audio. I know last uh, episode was a huge issue with the audio. I apologize to everyone. Um. Definitely <laughs> sure it should be good now. Well, yeah, I can hear you clearly. Honestly, I I didn't. It's it didn't sound wrong until just going like listening to it again like oh man but it's all gucci yeah it's always uh always happens it's a weird issue but uh did did you see like just talking about the topic like i mean about our podcast from like on friday uh, dropped on friday yeah friday um you know we got a lot of people like reacting to like responding to our to our uh video like video on youtube and on soundcloud i'm actually we saw someone like ask this question which i responded to no, yeah, we got a lot of feedback, a lot of responses. Thank to everyone that actually listened, hit us up, and told us how they liked it. Um, the fact that you guys listened to 40 minutes of a conversation and me sounding like on a, a dark version of Wally was uh, very helpful. So <laughs> a dark now... version of Wally. <laughs> but I know with today's episode, I should be audible. So therefore, we'll actually have a conversation where you can actually relax, not worrying about any uh, issues or setups. Yes. Uh, you know, dude. Um, so how is, how is like, aside from like what we spoke about last week, but like just, uh, what do you call it? Oh my God, I'm going out. Oh, quarantine. So what do you do? If you're not doing anything, what do you do to kill your time? Uh, the best thing to do actually, to be honest, is, uh, go for a walk because, um, one thing that people are doing right now is obviously you're thinking too much about what's going on and stuff, Right. And it's good to think about what's going on because obviously it's a time that we've never seen before. But meanwhile, just go for a walk. Whether it's 20 minutes, 30 minutes, just get your mind out from the gutter, right? Obviously, yeah, social definitely. distance. Make sure you're apart from people. If you don't feel comfortable going for a walk or a run or a jog, chill in your backyard. You can just be in your backyard and just you yourself and just sit back. Yes, sir. Yeah, for, for a second, your audio went crazy. It's legit echoed. But I was right now? yeah, legit. I think you're good. I think you're good. I think you're good. I just oh, thought, I think you're, <laughs> you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Um, I was gonna say, um, guys. By the way, before we start with our uh, podcast, make sure to like follow us on Instagram. Yes, shout out YouTube. your uh, IG. Shout out our IG. Our IG is Ways Two Make sure you follow us there. We'll be dropping snippets of our clips. If you guys don't have access to YouTube, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Google Podcasts, and Anchor. Yeah, Anchor, Radio Public, Breaker, uh, SoundCloud. You said SoundCloud, right? Yep, SoundCloud. Honestly, you guys better follow us right now, bro, because we're going to be dropping... Hopefully, app- yeah, we want to get on Apple... Uh, podcast. Music, podcast, whatever it's called. But they have, they have a weird, like, system, but we'll bro, get on Bro, they have soon. a weird system, exactly. And honestly, guys, don't remember... Remember, Mimo will be dropping one a podcast Monday and Friday, so yep, be yep, sure to yep. listen. <laughs> New episode every Monday and Friday. Friday. Can you believe yes, that? Yes, sir. Consistency. <laughs> the irony, bro. It yeah. went from nerve posting to like most. You know, I called I, Muhammad Abbasi text. This is like, guys, who are listening. He's one of our friends. I was texting him yesterday. He's like, I saw your podcast and I'll let you know what I think about it tomorrow. And this was like yesterday. I'm like, bro, let me know now. He's like, nah, I'm going to make you, I'm gonna make you feel a suspense. Like, you make, like you make me feel a suspense. I'm like, bro, what the hell? This, this I think, is a review. I think, I think if what are you saying had like, a fan club or like an ambassador, I'm pretty he'd sure Boss would be the president. I was Easy. just gonna say he'd be the president 100. percent He'd be like Easy. the guy like writing crickets, credits, and reviews. Speaking yeah. about <laughs> credits and, and I can't answer it. 
think you said crickets. I, I swear to God, I thought I said cr- crickets. But critics and reviews. Yeah. The Last Dance, Ooh. Michael Jordan's documentary. Ooh. MJ. MJ, M- the GOAT. MJ. I, yeah. I'm just going to say, uh, if you're basketball fan, basketball fan or not, you have to know who MJ is. Of course. If you don't know who Michael Jordan is, <laughs> go back to cleaning. <laughs> just do that, man. Just clean somewhere. Whether it's a kitchen, washroom, just go back to cleaning. Bro. Yo, you're going to have a lot of women coming after you, bro. It's not a sexist comment. It's both genders applied, but obviously, like, <laughs> perspective is a huge thing, right? So based on your paradigm, you might think it's only towards women, but let's go back to cleaning, bro. Anyways. <laughs> And the thing is, it doesn't have to be like cleaning a kitchen. It could be mentally, right? Just cleaning out your thoughts. Because if you don't know who Michael Jordan is, then, hey, buddy, that's, that's on you, bro. That's funny. That is like, there's funny. Certain, there's certain people in life, they are known around the whole world, like globe to globe. Like, they know every corner around the world. Like, people know them. Michael Jordan's one of those people. <clears throat> you, know, you know what's so interesting about Michael Jordan, his whole docu- documentary? Like, ah, oh, like, just you obviously do him as the one of the actually not one of the greatest basketball player ever. Like he has moments where yeah, I think was it ninety ninety one where he was going he goes for like the he goes for the layup and he goes from the right hand switches to the left hand like that was one against the Lakers yep. right yeah that was one iconic yep. moment. Another iconic moment. I remember I was watching Magic Johnson. He was talking about the dream team was having a practice. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. and how he took off and who was who? Do you remember who was covering him? Who was covering Michael? Yeah, I think it was I think it was something Robinson. No, I think it was Charles. Well, no, it was uh, it was Magic Johnson and Charles Barkley, his yep. team, their team versus uh, Michael and who else? I forgot. I think Karma Malone was on Michael's team. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, yeah. But dude, I'm telling you, like this is it definitely like I never obviously I never knew like no one knew who Michael was as a person like because you I think he just is such a low key figure. That he, like you don't know nothing about him. Yeah. And for him to go make a ten episode documentary, first of all, I'm not sure if you knew this. I was researching it yesterday. Did you know that it said, "Hold, on, I gotta find it." Um, it had five five point six four eight million viewers across up all ten episodes. Are you talking about per episode? Not no, just total. the average. The average. Oh, yeah, average. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. an average across all 10 episodes. I got this from Sports. Yahoo Sports. That's insane, bro. Yeah, it's like, insane. It's insane. Holy. Michael, um, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but um, what was your favorite part about the uh, documentary? Like, what, what is something you didn't know about the documentary that you found? I loved every single second. Uh, for me, it's like, you know what's beautiful, Osama? Like, we're talking about the last dance. People mm-hmm. will watch The Last Dance just to watch it, right? People will watch it like, oh, that was Michael Jordan, boom. Some people will watch it just to see, like, behind the behind the curtain, right, who he was. Yeah. People like myself and you will watch it and be like, what did he do to become Michael Jordan? Yeah. And what can we take from it to become Osama and Muhammad, right? And 100%. that's what I was waiting for. That's what I was waiting for. And- I knew about this documentary from the past. But I was excited to watch it. So when I finally watched it, oh, man, it's beautiful. You know, it's funny that you say that because um, obviously, like, for the kids watching, you know, cover your ease. But, like, a lot of a lot of his teammates were saying he was an asshole, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, And to me, I was like, he, yeah, like, he like he can say he perceived that way, but he just wanted to be the best. Like, I've never seen someone's mentality. And people always talk about, like, as Kobe versus uh, Michael. 
and um, just seeing Michael how, how he wanted to win. And I, and I said it to you last time. I honestly feel had he been healthy, he did, he did not take those years off going to play baseball. They would have won those two cha- those two years in a row, like those like ninety five, ninety four, ninety five. Had he it's, been healthy, it's a it's a tough debate. People always talk about that. I don't think they would have won eight because obviously the reason why is because he. It's weird because if his dad didn't die, then maybe that's different, right? And also he was tired, yeah. right? So he was tired, and his dad also got killed, right? Unfortunately, but if none of those things happened. He could have won one one out of the two, right? But with those events happening at the exact same time, it was just too much for him. So obviously that's why he didn't play. So we'll never know. We'll never we'll never know. And I remember like in the end of the documentary, just to like I guess let people viewers who didn't see it, he was basically saying, "Have oh, yeah. you signed one more year, like Steve Kerr's?" Scotty Pippen, Dennis Rodman, Phil Jackson, yep. and Michael Jordan. He was like, we signed one more year. We could have won a seventh one, which I actually kind of agreed. But Jerry Krause, who I think had a little bit of a problem with Phil Jackson. Do you know? Like, Huge they never, problem. They, they, <laughs> but they never explained it fully. Like, they just, they were really vague about it. Unless I missed something. No, no, they explained it. They explained it very well. Um, so pretty much how it works is Jerry Krause, obviously, you have to give him his props. You have to give him his credit, right? He is one of the best genes of all time. Uh-huh. Now, within saying that, he did something that it's, like, unfathomable. It's, like, really, like, the reason why the Bulls dynasty... Because usually every dynasty, when it comes to sports, they have their reign, and then it ends, another team comes in and takes over, right? That never happens to yeah. the Bulls. They're never <clears throat> overtaken by another team. They just fizzled out. Because, obviously, Jerry had a problem with the Michael and the culture of the team is everything. But Jerry's mindset is the organization that runs the show, right? Yeah. And that battle between Michael and Jerry, that their philosophy and their egos also at the same time played out for over a period of, like, what, eight to ten years. And Jerry yeah. did, not res- did not like Michael's stance and also Phil Jackson. And that's the mm-hmm. sad part because Phil Jackson is a genius when it comes to coaching and also his yeah. style. Like, he's so different. The fact that he's able to understand personalities – that's what made him such a great Bro, coach. He's definitely one of the greatest coaches. Like he won eleven championships, five with the Lakers, and then six with the Bulls. Bro, that's an ins- like, that's an insane resume. Like you have to be an amazing coach to be able to have a balance between Michael, Scotty, and Rodman as your top as your top three people. Like you have to really understand people to be able to, be able to do that. Oh, bro, like, when, when I was watching the documentary, obviously it goes back and forth. Like, before before Dennis Rodman, like, when he went, when he went for... Like he got traded from the Pistons to the Bulls, right? Or did, or did he leave himself? No, he got traded from Pistons to San Antonio. And then, oh, San Antonio. Yeah, yeah. Then, he, then he came to the uh, Bulls. Yep. One of the most intriguing... Like, see, right now, basketball, like... I, seeing what I saw, I feel basketball is a little bit softer now in terms of like what goes on. Bro, these, these guys used to fight. It's of like course, I was watching of hockey, course. Bro. It's a different era. The Detroit Pistons were oh, the man. most, and you know, some people are gonna get mad, like bad boys <laughs> that we know. They're the dirtiest team. Holy, like they were. <laughs> I'm not sure what equivalent team that is to it is now, but they were a dirty team, bro. Bad like, boys. These guys would. They were like Dennis. Yeah, yeah. Like Isaiah Thomas, Dennis Rodman, just to name a few. The bad who boys. Were, um, they were the bad boy Pistons, bro. And that's the thing. Like, to see Michael go from era to era. Like, he started out in the era was Michael and Bird, obviously, right? So, you're the new guy coming yeah. again. Michael eventually became the best player, but he was not on the best team. <clears throat> Individual accolades no. did not mean anything long term. He was the best player as he kept going every single year. 
He had the most of points, course. most assists, everything, winning all-star MVPs, MVP awards, or defensive player of the year. But at the end of the day, you weren't winning championships because he thought he could do everything by himself. But it wasn't until he learned that it takes a team. Until you have a team, that's where the success comes. You know, it's funny that she mentioned that because I remember um, who was oh, – I forgot the, the coach's name before Phil Jackson. Before Phil Jackson? Yeah, because he got because he Doug came, Collins, he, Doug Collins, Doug Collins, right? So Doug Collins, I think, was saying give Michael the ball, right? Yep. And then when Phil Jackson came, he was like Michael, Michael. They were asking Michael, was like, because Michael apparently didn't like him at the beginning, yeah, because <laughs> the ball was getting taken away from him. Yep. Like, Bravo, my... Your points are going down. <laughs> he was getting cheesed, right? He's like now playing time is like you know you got to play as a team. Yep. So just seeing how like he always wanted to succeed. And I remember like you always you always he- he heard about him hitting failure, him hitting losing. Yep. And I remember I was they they filmed the I guess a, pre- a press conference of his. He's like I don't mind failing, but it's like I I don't want to do it again. Of course. Of course. Right? Especially especially when uh Scotty Pippen picked the wrong time to um I guess do a surgery and that really <laughs> that really rubbed off the Jordan's, team the wrong Jordan's way. rude man. How do I say Scotty is selfish twice? Knowing <laughs> Scotty had one of the worst contracts ever for a person of Bro. his value. So sad. Hold on. Did you, yo, let's, let's go search that up. Scotty Pippen apparently made less than, in, like, he, like, he, Michael Jordan basically made more in his contract than Scotty Pippen basically made. Scotty Pippen career. at one point was the sixth, I believe, lowest uh, paid player on the Bulls. Which is, which is, fascinating because he was the second best player in the NBA. Like I was reading a post. I'm not sure how accurate this is. Maybe you can attest to it or not. They were saying when Michael Jordan went to baseball, he was the number one best player. Oh, you argued Scotty was top five for sure. Well, definitely top three. Like he was MVP caliber. Scotty Pippen is one of the greatest players of all time. The only reason why he was never able to show his full potential is because of Michael, but he was the perfect Robin. Everyone knows this, right? And that's what yeah. makes it funny about like history because Scotty, you hear about his story with his family, where he came from and everything, and obviously, like, he wants to help them, right? He signs the contract in the 91 season. He signs, I believe it was $18 million, right? $18 million (laughs) for the next seven years. In his mind, in everyone's mind, that is a smart contract. We'll sign it, just play well, and who knows? Wish for the best. No one had an idea that within the next eight to nine months. No, sorry about that. Well, from the next eight months, from the, within eight months to the next eight years, like they would go on a run like no other. No, no one had any idea. If you had told Scotty before he signed his contract, you're going to win three championships in a row, lose two years, and then come back win another three, he would have never signed the contract. I don't think he would even believe it. Like, exactly. You know, just, you that's know, history. Like, that's the beautiful thing no about way. not knowing. That's the beauty about not knowing, right? Just talking about the chemistry between Dennis Rodman, Scottie Pippen, and Michael Jordan. Because when, just talking about Scottie Pippen, when he chose to, uh, I guess I guess he felt some type of way because of the money and obviously how he was treated, right? Because obviously, as a man, you're not going to let your integrity, like, d- be disrespected. And obviously, he felt some type, some type of way and he wanted to, like, make a decision. I remember, and when Michael Jordan called him selfish, as you mentioned earlier, I started laughing, bro. I'm like, bro, if that was you... Come on, that's, and that's your boy. Like, that is your boy, man. That's your guy. Like, that's, like, bro, without Scottie Pippen, it would have been a lot harder to win those he's not. He's not winning. He's not winning without Scottie. No. And then had and had Dennis Rodman not actually put up his game 100% when Scottie was gone, bro, that team would have been done. Exactly. 
So the fact that your boy for the past seven years is getting underpaid as far as his value, underpaid, and you can't even give him extra money or help him out or anything, bro. Michael, I, I didn't even realize it took like episode six. Michael could have put Scotty in Space Jam. <laughs> he didn't put Ma- really. Scotty's on Space Jam. He's not. No, Scotty could have. I think Scotty was a top five player during that time. Also, Scotty could have used those checks. He's like, nah, he's on Space Jam. Like Scotty was not in Space Jam. That is. And Mike. And the thing, what made me, Jerry and the owner, Jerry, uh, what's his name, uh, Jerry Krause. Jerry Krause. The owner, I forgot his name. Something Reinsdorf. The fact that they said that they're still paying Michael his salary for the two years he was playing baseball, I'm like, are you kidding me? Scotty is top five best player in the league right now. He's yeah. been de- demanding for you guys to re-up the contract and therefore you get paid what he's owed. But because, he, the- because you guys want to pay him, you refuse number one to pay him, and plus your other player is playing another sport. Completely gone. Bro. And you're still paying him his salary. Legit? That's Disrespectful. Like, when I was hearing, yeah, like the owner, Jerry, I think his name is, his name is Jerry Reinsdorf. Yeah, Jerry Reinsdorf, yeah. Um, when I was hearing how he was talking about they were still paying his time, I'm like, bro, why? He's not even playing. This, this guy, this guy, legit, because he's also the owner of the Chicago, um, what's the baseball team? Bears? White Sox. White Sox, my bad. Yeah. He's a oh, Chicago White Sox. Yeah, he's yeah. also the uh, owner of those both. This guy's a rich man. Oh, of course, just, of course. Let's just say that, bro. Of course. <laughs> but um, I was going to say Michael. Um, there's actually a video I really want to talk about. And it was, it was a, sn- a snippet I saw on YouTube. And the snippet was, uh, I think I forget the player's name. I know like one of them was Paxton and like his. his oh, John players. Paxton. Yeah, it was all his other players as well. Like uh, these white boys, bro. I legit forget their name. John Paxton, Steve Kerr. It's, it's, it's not Steve Kerr. Say, say the other names. Uh, Bill Winningham. Well, that's one of them. That's a tall guy. It's another uh, Tony Kukoc. I think so. So I think I think they were all talking about his um, basically how like. How he went too far was sometimes if you didn't listen to him, or basically like he took things too far. If you like, if you if you pissed them off, oh, of course, or if you like if you messed them up. But then they were saying like they were all agreeing to that. But then they went to the conclusion that he was a hell of a teammate. Like, he just wanted you to get better. No, Michael. Right? Michael is a black cat. Like he is crazy. But the end, so can you <laughs> explain to everybody what a black cat means in your definition? People, we have they have to understand. But I, let me explain it. <laughs> right now, his teammates are coming on. They're complaining that, oh, Michael was this and that, whatever. He was rude, very inconsiderate, and all that stuff. Yeah, we understand that. But the, at the end of the day, you're part of one of the greatest teams in NBA history. You needed a person that's going to push you beyond your edge. If he did not push yeah. you, you were not going to be ready when the time mattered. What makes the difference between Michael Jordan and everyone else? Everyone is great. First quarter, second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. Michael Jordan knew practice and eventually mastered how to be great within the last two minutes of the game. Bro, you know how yeah, hard that like, is? The last two minutes of the insane. game with pressure, unknown scenarios and everything. He knew how to master that. He knew how to be calm. Calm, Osama. So therefore, that's a level of, that's mentality level that you have to reach as well. So if you're not able oh, to 100%. see that or understand it, I have to be a black cat. I have to literally take you out of your comfort zone and make you hate me until you understand the situation that you're in. It just makes me laugh how you say black cat. By the way, guys, um, just remember uh, to keep to uh, follow us on Instagram. Yes, yes, yes. What's your personal Instagram? YouTube. My personal Instagram is Kusa300. What's your Instagram, Mohammed? My personal Instagram is Mohammed.global. 
Yes, also follow us at Waze 2.0. That's our Waze account where you'll be seeing clips of our podcast. Also, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Radio, Public Radio, and SoundCloud. Make sure to come follow us in here on podcast. We do upload Monday and Friday. Every Monday and Friday, a new episode will be uploaded. And I'm, by the way, guys, if there's a topic you want to hear us, like someone actually messaged me, he's like, oh, like, you should ask the viewers what they want to hear us talk about. If you guys have any topics you want to hear us talk about, feel free to message me, Muhammad, personally, or our Waze account, and we'll definitely put it in our podcast. Now, back to the last dance. Um, yeah, that's the thing. Michael is Michael. Like, if, you, if he was not on you, you want to have a ring. You'd be like Patrick Ewing. You'd be like Charles Barkley. You'd be like Clyde Drexler. You'd be like Carmelo. Reggie Mi- Mar- You'd be like Reggie, Reggie Miller. Miller. You'd be like, like everyone else that was great, but they weren't able to get over the hump. Because of one person. That's the difference. You know, you know, there's one thing that people don't understand about Michael. Even though he will go down as probably one of the greatest basketball players ever, right? Yep. He also, aside from his mentality, bro, like, I'm telling you, like, the way, like, he's probably one of the best shit talkers ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, Like, there, there's stories where, um, actually, there's two players, Magic Johnson and Reggie Miller. Come on time, Magic Johnson. Well, it's, again, this is a dream team. They were having a practice, right? And then Magic Johnson's not known as a shit talker, right? He's just like a nice guy. Good basketball, one of the amazing basketball. Oh, Magic can talk. He just he's, he yeah. has that smile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But like one time, he, I think he, I'm quoting Mike uh, Magic. He was like, he goes to Jordan. He's like, if you don't turn, if you don't turn to Air Jordan, you might have to blow you out. And Jordan hurt that oh, he got man. He was, Jordan was done. Done. <laughs> Yo, he, there's one thing. There's one thing that like, you said. You talk about someone's mentality. Like, someone like you, if someone's going to call you up, Muhammad, you are going to go from zero to 100 real quick. Ain't no one calling you out at your own craft. Like, like imagine calling out the best. Like, imagine calling like, Muhammad Ali was still, like, in his prime. Imagine someone calling him out in his prime saying, I can kick your ass. People, people, no people did that, and we know the results. They got their ass whipped, bro. We know the results. But you know what I want? You know, you know what's one interesting comparison now? Like, because people talk about, I want your opinion on this. So we talk about teams that are, uh, um, I guess, overpowered right now in this like modern NBA era versus then. How would you would you say they're they're a little bit similar? Or would you how how would you compare it? Totally different eras. Right now, the NBA is in that modern era, so therefore it's more open as far as spacing, no hand checking, physical touches not as prominent as before. And the thing yeah. is, just to understand, it wasn't like that only basketball. It was soccer, hockey. Like it was the era of the times. If you go back in time, mm-hmm. so the 80s and 90s, music was hard. It was hard metal. It was rap. Like, it was aggressive. Politics, like the Cold War. Like, everything yeah. is about the era, from politics to culture to music to sports. It's all the same thing. It all follows the same, like, flow and patterns. You'll see, like, you'll see the DNA in every kind of form and fashion, no matter what era it is, right? So, obviously, we're in a more, uh, I guess you could say, open era as far as people sharing their values, ideals. And we're more accepting of other people's religion, cultures, norms, genders, and biases, right? So, therefore, everything opens up as far as sports. So, therefore, it's not as aggressive and it's not as, uh, I guess you could say, as rude or mean as before. Because people always talk about the Golden State Warriors with Kevin Durant, when, when they had Kevin Durant um, and DeMarcus Cousins, obviously Steph, Clay, and um, Draymond, versus the, the uh, Chicago Bulls and how they would match up both in their prime, right? Obviously, yeah. obviously a lot of mixed re- there's obviously a lot of mixed reactions. Who do you personally think, both in their prime, is winning that if they had to go one on one for the for the championship? 
Golden State versus uh, Chicago? Yeah, well, because they're the bull. Like, hold on, is it with Kevin Durant or without Kevin Durant? With Kevin Durant. Okay, that makes it. Now that that's that's the. Whew. So okay, so how about you talk with Kevin Durant without Kevin Durant? Because obviously, with Kevin Durant is like a lethal weapon. We saw what he did. To okay, Toronto. without Kevin Durant, the Bulls are winning easy. I'd say the Bulls will win in like five games, five or six. Because thing is, my the thing, what we have to understand, people, and put respect on. Michael never went to Game Seven in the NBA Finals. That is so weird to me, bro. Like, like they, he's never went to the Game Seven. Never went to Game NBA Seven finals. in the Eastern Conference only twice. So therefore, in the Finals, he never went to Game Seven. So it shows you this guy will do anything to win. Doesn't matter how bad his body is damaged or whatever. So, okay. So this is without Kevin Durant, they're winning in five games, man. Five or six games now. If KD's on that team, yeah, if KD's on that team, I think the Bulls will win. But game seven, though, it has to be game. It seven. has to be game six or seven. It could possibly, yeah, like because Kevin Durant is like who's who's stopping Kevin Durant? Uh, Scotty, but if Scotty's thinking like because you have Clay, Draymond, like it's that's that's when it's, I think it's a game seven. With the Kevin Durant, I think the one thing that puts Michael Jordan over like uh, the player because he even said himself he's like he was a good player, but I just talking about the accolades and and what he hasn't accomplished yet. Because at that point, Magic had won championships, and so has Larry Bird, but he hasn't once. He was like, I needed to win three in a row to be uh, differentiated from those two players. No, yeah, like, um, and that's the thing; it's all about experience, right? Like, you want certain things in life. You can't just grab it. You have to learn from those who've done it before you. You have now, to. And you know, you know one thing about Michael is like is a character on is on his own. Remember, because we're talking about Game Six. What team were they reversing? Was it the Utah Jazz? You talking about the '98 season, the last year? No, I'm talking about. I'm not sure what year that I forget, but what year this was. But he was holding the baseball bat. And he had the cigar in his mouth, and he was he was oh, telling everybody that they were gonna win. B.J. Armstrong. Like, that's when the, his former teammate won the game against them. Yes, the, the game before. And he, and he oh, got that is the greatest meme of all time. If you want motivation, that two-minute clip of Michael just being angry that his former teammate balled out in game one. And he gave Mike, because remember, Michael said that he just needed something small to take it personal, right? Yeah. <laughs> and something small happened. Armstrong said that. And yeah, Michael just needed something that's like you not looking at him or saying hi, whatever. But the fact that DJ screamed at the bench, Michael, like, that's it. That's all I needed. And when you see Michael in the locker room, the baseball bat and cigar, just leaning back, nodding his I'm head. I'm looking at the photo right now. Nodding his head, bro. That is, bro, every person, if you are trying to become the best person you want to become, save that picture or that small uh, video yeah. on your phone. It seems as though Michael Jordan takes things personally Personal. and, he, Personal. and he uses it as fuel yes. to fuel him up to, like, destroy your career. Like, for example, him and Isaiah Thomas, I don't know. I think he got mad at Isaiah Thomas because of the uh, when they won to the, the day. year after. <laughs> Till was there, he's, to still, the day. he's still mad, bro. And, he, and obviously... <laughs> to the day! <laughs> Till was dirt. Anyways, I was going to say, uh, Michael Jordan, because A, he, they didn't put him on the dream team. And even Michael Jordan himself, he was like, in terms of point guards, Isaiah Thomas is like probably number two after Magic Johnson. Yeah. And also, I think after the uh, rivalry with the Bad Boy Pistons and the Chicago Bulls, if you go back, it's, you see Michael Jordan after they lost, they went and said, like, congratulations. But when 
the Troy Pistons lost, they walked out on them, right? And then you see Isaiah Thomas, like, BSing. And then Michael Jordan goes and gets cheated. Like, go look at the footage, bro. I already showed it to you guys. I'm like, there's actually a big rivalry. Like, this t- it's, more, it's been 30 years. After 30 years, you forget what you ate. Or you forget what you did. This guy still remembers it till this day. Yeah, I know. Of course. Michael doesn't forget anything. And also, other players don't forget anything as well. That's what makes it funny when you see the testimonies from other players about how they felt during a, uh, a certain point during a game or the season. Or just about how they felt about the other person, right? And obviously, Michael has a level of competition that makes him who he is. Obviously, you want to have something along those lines, but you don't have to have the exact same level. Focus on yourself and just be great at where you are. You shouldn't take everything personal. That's not one thing you should do. You shouldn't take everything personal. No. Well, honestly, I just feel like this thought, like, just talking about people and how they uh, feel they want to be the best. I just feel Michael Jordan... Like, I'm not like, going to... I'm not going to bet my... I'm not going <laughs> to spend, like, $2,000 uh, tossing pennies in my in my office with my security guard just because I love winning that much. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, like, just, like, Michael Jordan, like, obviously, you get fueled different ways. But, like, <laughs> this guy... It's crazy. You, you, you can, like... I remember, one, I remember one time, actually, even Reggie Miller... Uh, he he was on Jimmy Kimmel. This is like an old interview, oh, yeah, like yeah, five yeah. years ago. And Reggie Miller, Reggie Miller, he's obviously knows the trash talker, right? And someone on his team, I forget his name, but he was going to Reggie Miller. I was like, "Wow, you're killing Jordan now, mind you." At the fir- this is the first half. Reggie Miller has twelve. Michael Jordan has four. And this is like exhibition games. Usually veterans don't play in exhibition games. Yep. And to add more context, this is like maybe third or fourth year when Michael Jordan was playing, and Reggie, you know, like when you hype your boys up, you, you go talk trash. He goes talks to Michael Jordan. He says some stuff to rile him up, right? And then Michael Jordan, by second half, end of the game, Michael Jordan had 44. And he, no, he, sorry, he had 10, Reggie Miller had 10 in the beginning, and he ended off with 12. And then Michael Jordan goes to Reggie Miller and says, never talk to black you just that way. But that's yeah. the line. Yeah. He's like, don't, you don't call me, he's like, don't call me Michael Jordan. Call me Black Cat or Black Jesus. Insanity. You know what I want to talk about? Yeah. Um, Dennis Rodman. Let's talk. I want like I wanted to talk about like Dennis Rodman specifically and uh, Scottie Pippen. Dennis Rodman, in terms of um, we always you know how we always see players influencing certain players to come in and how much power they have. Yeah. The power of Dennis Rodman is tell his coach and his team, "I'm gonna take two days off." <laughs> that was so funny. <laughs> and go to Vegas. We all knew this guy was not gonna come back in two days. It's not. This guy's not gonna come back, bro. Like he, he, you see pictures of him in videos, dancing. This guy went to WWE, bro. With the NWO. We all... This guy's crazy. New man. Dennis Rodman reminds but, me of someone that we all know and love. <laughs> like, shout out to him, He would have done the exact same thing. He's like Dennis Rodman, but if he had, like, money and everything, like... But you know what's insane about Dennis Rodman? Yeah. Is that he would still go to Vegas and come back and be an amazing player. It's not like his, play, his playmaking was, like, getting worse. This guy would still show up to his games. Remember when, he, remember, remember when he came back from Vegas and had the practice? And they're joking on him, right? And he's wearing pajamas. And then they decided <laughs> to do the laps. This guy ended up outrunning everyone. They're trying to catch him. Bro, he was... You know, people, like, in terms... He would, he would actually, like... I guess in the, in the time being, when Scottie Pippen was injured, and now, like, in the, in the beginning, he wasn't, like, playing as hard, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to go back to the original point, like, I guess, like, Jordan and, like, Phil Jackson, like, they told him to step up. Yep. And he felt as he was needed by Jordan. So in those games where, like, he was playing, bro, this guy would study how certain players would shoot the ball, where the ball would land, how they would play. And he was definitely one of the best defensive players 
to go down ever. Like he would like he was so good at rebounding. Oh no, he's, argu- he was he's, he's, he's arguably the best rebounder of all time. And that's and the he thing. Called, he called out Draymond Green. He's like, bro, you're not better than me. Of course. And that's the thing. It's like attention to detail. Know what you're good at and try to master it because everyone thinks like I need to score so much points. Tennis is like, yo, I'm amazing at rebounds. If I could do that, I can make a career out of myself. You can make a career for yourself in anything. He he is a, he's a key reason as to why, like, um, the Bulls did good. Aside from his like shenanigans, bro, this guy going to Vegas, guys going to like with Hulk Hogan in the middle of the ring during the finals. <laughs> during the finals. <laughs> during the finals, bro. Oh, man, that's funny, bro. Could you imagine like Serge Ibaka? Sir- <laughs> I'm so angry. Oh, bro! Like, I'm not sure who on the Raptors, who on the Raptors that that player would be. Maybe a Baka, who knows? Maybe Marcus Saul. Let's be honest here, Marcus Saul. Oh, Marcus Saul. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's insane. So, so they obviously did premiere. They obviously did show Kobe. Rest in peace to Kobe Rest Bryant. Rest in peace. Uh, they obviously did show Kobe Bryant in episode five. I think episode five or episode six. I think one, like I think both. Like I think both. He he had he made a feature. And how he was talking, how he, how Michael Jordan influenced his game. That was beautiful. And the thing is, that 98 All-Star game is legendary, obviously, because everyone thought that was Jordan's last All-Star game. As an MSG, he loves playing MSG. And Kobe mm-hmm. is the new phenom on the rise. I've always loved that game. But seeing the behind the footage of the guys in the locker room talking about Kobe was amazing. It's like, I, if you're a basketball fan... Bro, hearing Jordan and the guys talk about Kobe and how much he failed and how, like, naive he was, was incredible. Like, because obviously everything well, Jordan was saying was true, but it's like, you don't get those behind the scenes, right? So just to be a part of that, no. was amazing. <clears throat> and I remember, um, like, because even, even Kobe Bryant himself said, like, he wasn't the best shooter. Like, he had to legit improve on himself. Yeah, he had to master. To get... He had to master his... Like, because like, it's different. It's different. Like, obviously, we never got to witness Jordan play. But like at least I didn't, so I don't like. But I'm saying, um, witnessing greatness live and playing against someone live is obviously a lot different. Like just like for Kobe Bryant to see some to see someone on TV and then the watcher and then actually play one on one against him, like he's playing against his idol. Yeah, yeah. And if you and then there's almost obviously talks about um Kobe Bryant versus Michael Jordan, who would win in the game. I always ask like my friends, and they always say Michael Jordan, but it would actually be sick to see like one on one. Oh, yeah, it'd be amazing. It's the teacher and the student. But the thing is... 100%. It's very hard to beat the teacher because he taught you everything, right? So you have, yeah. to, you have to figure out a new way to beat him, right? And Kobe, it was beautiful what he said about Michael. He said, I would not have my five rings if it wasn't for this man. He taught me no. everything I knew. And what I knew, <clears throat> I used it to the best of my ability. And that's who I am. And it's all because of him. And you see that yeah. when they play. Like Kobe is like, I'm not backing down from Michael. I want all this smoke. I'm going to back him down. I'm going to make him get this work. And Jordan's, Again, and Jordan's like, this kid, this little Lakers kid, <laughs> does he know who he's talking to? But hey, <laughs> I'm going to show him though, right? And that's the ultimate. That's how, that's how they showed their love and compassion for one another. Well, you know, I, I remember actually one time we were reacting to a video. Mm-hmm. And um, this is like about Kobe Bryant. He was, he was being interviewed. And just to show you how the Jordan's mentality and uh, Kobe Bryant's mentality is like totally on a different level. And I remember Kobe Bryant was like, "If you want to be in second place, I don't want you on my team. If you want to be in first place, I want you. I, I want you on my team." And that takes, and that's all from I guess learning experience in terms of seeing Jordan win like six. 
Of course. Like he won three in a row, and then he obviously won twice, two three peats, two three peats, which I don't think has, hasn't been done in a while. No. And he was one of the first players to do it. But it obviously, you know, throughout all Jordan's playing career, obviously he, he had one person by his side, winning those championships, the first three, which is which, which was his dad. Yes. Yeah. And his dad was really close. I never like honestly. Seeing those iconic photos in the documentary, mm-hmm. but and then seeing that was his dad. Like, I was saying, I had no idea who that person was when I was younger. Like, like when I was like oh, okay, watching, okay, yeah, yeah. but watching the documentary and see how much his dad meant to him when he won his first one without his dad, bro. I felt I felt so bad for him. Of course, that's the person you look up to. And that's the person he wants to impress. I remember Jordan's like for him, it was all about getting his dad's attention and love constantly. That's what Jordan wanted. And the fact that his other brother, I believe, was Larry, that would always get it before him, it made Jordan go crazy and just go even harder. Oh, my God. And eventually, yeah. obviously, as Jordan became Jordan, the relationship obviously became tighter and close. And it made it so sad because he was there for Jordan his whole life. Up until the last oh one, he was yeah. always there for him. So the fact that it happened in that way was tragic. His mom, even his mom was saying, like, how in the beginning, because you're talking about his brother Larry, how they were, she was saying at one point, Larry was probably better than Jordan in basketball, right? Because his dad... His dad was a little bit hard. Like Jordan's dad was a little bit harder on him because, like, he was um, I don't I want to say not as dedicated, but he was like not taking things seriously. And then, I guess as you mentioned, to show his dad he wanted his attention, he would work on himself every single day to like be like like the center of attention, essentially, which he was. Yeah. Like in the NBA, like every, like if bro, if you have a whole stadium booing you because they know. <laughs> That there's a chance that you're gonna beat their team. <laughs> that's when you know you made it. Like that's when you know you made it. That is They're hilarious. booing you. They're booing you. But the funny thing is, Michael. I think Michael's probably the only person like people didn't boo. People were like cheering him on because Michael. I know, but when you have like series, like series like that are like um. No, but you're right. You yeah, have, yeah. Like I think it was one where they they, they, they were actually booed for Chicago Bulls because at that point it's just like now how the Golden State Warriors like five years in a row. Of course, they won three championships. And uh, people were getting, like, they were getting like, ah, they're get, now they're getting cheese. But now it's become a social norm now in the, in the, uh, like the, the 2000s where, um, 2010, sorry, where um, it's just normal to have a super team. Like the Lakers, now you have obviously LeBron James, you have uh, Anthony Davis with the Clippers, you have Kawhi Leonard and Paul George now. Uh, Golden State next year, they're going to be a better team if they can recruit a first rounder. And they're becoming a lot more. This is becoming more a lot super teams, but Jordan. The thing is, is he hated losing. Hated. He hated. He hated anything called losing. If, and if you did not play good, like you know, for example, like when you like when, when if like for example, like well, um, our our video like our old videographer when he would promise us something and you wouldn't accomplish like accomplish it, like we should be going a lot harder for him. If you promise him something and you don't uh, kill it, God help you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Go run and hide. Mm-hmm. Go run and hide. That's his dedication to the game. I don't care if you're a hockey fan, basketball fan, football fan. You have to respect his dedication to the game. It's true. Uh, practice makes perfect, right? And yes, in sir. Jordan's case, people thought he was perfect as far as the NBA player, as far as the NBA story. But in order to become that perfect archetype, you have to go through tragic situations and tragic hardship and tragic sadness and tragic like emotional feelings that only a person on that level could understand like people like him well, like tyson michael jackson those kind of people like 
they yeah. got everything, but at the same time, they had nothing because they weren't able to really share with everyone because they were isolated for most of their time because they were so famous. So uh-huh. famous. So it's like, do you really want to be that famous? Is it really worth it? That, and you know, like, also doesn't talk about Michael Jordan and his death. I'm not sure what series this Do you remember the story with the food poisoning story and how he spoke about yeah, it? Yeah, Utah. 97. Utah was against Utah Jazz, right? And I guess he, it was him and his trainer. It was like some people at his house or at the hotel. So yep. And he ordered a pizza, right? And I remember, I forget the name. Was it Ahmed Rashad? Yeah, Ahmed Rashad. Yeah, yeah. I think it was Ahmed Rashad saying, I think he was telling him, he was like, I don't feel good about this pizza, right? Because obviously they're in a city and like. No, it's Tim Grover. It's Tim Grover, his trainer. Tim Grover. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, it was his trainer or something. Like, I don't feel good about this pizza, bro. And Michael Jordan ate it on his own, right? Spat on bro, it. This guy had this, this, this they, I'm not sure what they did to the pizza because they wanted to get him out of the game. Because look, even though you had Carl Malone on that team, you had uh, your old teammate on that team. Bro, and... if five people show up to the hotel to deliver one box of pizza, I'm not eating it. <laughs> bro, you know, you know what I thought? You know what I, I legit thought when I heard that? Right. Because, like, I, for, I forgot about the whole flu story, right? I just, it just it didn't even clear my, it didn't even go through my mind. Yeah, yeah. I, thought they were, I thought they were, like, excited to see him. And I'm like, but five people, five people to go, to go hand the pizza? That doesn't make any sense. Bro, like, not, not even, hell no. Like, if, if I saw that, I'm like, bro, this is, like, I would legit, I would, like, Michael Jordan took an L there. I'm like, you should have just thrown the pizza. Yeah, there's no way I'm eating the pizza. Just give me some cereal, bro. Give me some, or go ask someone else to get the pizza for you. Like, yeah, exactly, legit, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I guess in the moment, they didn't want to go out. And obviously, he got food poisoning. But, bro, he played. He played. That's our Jordan Jordan. <laughs> Name any player right now that had food po- And by the way, food, like, we all know, like, it was always, like, rumors, oh, he had the flu, he had the flu. But food poisoning is as bad. For someone who had who has food poisoning, yep. it's legit as bad. Like, you cannot eat nothing. All you have to do is, like, drink Gatorade and, like, bread because, like, it's, it ha- well, Gatorade has electrolytes, which is going to help. But this guy played. Played. Dominated. Dominated. He scored more points than someone probably scores in, an, in a normal game while being sick. That's, that's the dedication <laughs> and sacrifice that it takes to be a winner. Simple. Nothing less. Bro, like, there is no way he was about to lose that game. He's like, there's no way. Yeah, in his mind, he's like, there's no way. I'm going to lay it out on the line. I have to. And the thing is, back 100%. to the teammates thing, I have to be the example. Even when I'm sick and I'm dying on my insides, I still have to go out there and prove to you guys and the whole world that I'm capable well, of doing what I need to do in order to become that person, the GOAT. A hundred percent. Like, you, you have to talk about Preach. how he, def- he definitely shaped the Chicago Bulls, whether it's like Steve Kerr or like Dennis Rodman or like Scottie Pippen. Like, even Scottie Pippen himself in the, uh, in the uh, documentary, he said while they were talking about his attitude, how, how sometimes he can go far. But even Scottie Pippen, word for word, they bit him. He said, we needed that because it pushed us further. Of course. Sometimes you, sometimes you need that, like, devil's advocate kind of person where it's going to push you to the point of, like, no return. Which he obviously did. Like, bro, like, you can't... Three, two, three peats. Had he not been there, th- that would never have happened. It's incredible. And that's the thing, Michael, the first three P, he was still a physical specimen and he was learning how to win. By the second yeah. three P, I would say his body kind of slowed down because he's getting older. But all the knowledge that he learned from the game, he used that in order to win. Yeah. So you see the difference. You see the difference between someone trying to learn how to win yeah. and someone who mastered the game. Mm-hmm. And it's just all about the techniques, movement, mm-hmm. timing, and just being at mm-hmm. ease. And that's what we want in life. You want to 
learn something. Obviously, in the beginning, it's going to be tough. You keep going at it. You keep going at it. You keep going at it. As you start to progress, you become better, become really effective, smooth, agile, then eventually you master it. And that's when you're able to see it in the highest of levels. And that's when others will come to you to learn that specific skill. That's why it's very important to never give up. Never give up. Never, never give up. And you know, it's like people obviously have their opinions about Michael Jordan, whether whether it may be negative or, or it may be positive. And how their interactions are with them, but the one thing you have to credit him for is his hard work. Like when you gotta give someone respect, you, ha- you, ethic, you yeah, have to give respect. To. Like his work, I don't care how you feel about him personally. Like there's like a lot of people who we people like in your personal life you may not like personally, but their work ethic, if it's high enough, you gotta give him respect for that. Yeah, you got to. With yeah, and the thing but is, you know if yeah, go on. if you think, think you're better, how much rings would you win with your work ethic? Compared to a that's person actually, like him. That's actually, that's actually a true statement. Very true statement. You know what's so weird to me, though? Um, because he because when he was signing, he wanted to obviously sign with Adidas, right? Yeah. And uh, at that point, he was not Michael Michael Jordan. Right? He was still like early in his career. Yep. And, and I don't know why Adidas does this, but they don't give people creative control. And he really wanted to sign with Adidas. Like, he really wanted to sign with Adidas. He even said it. Like, I, like he said, I never had anything to do. I want. I never. I never wanted Nike. I wanted Adidas. Right. Yep. Adidas definitely lost billions of dollars for obviously, like the risk of like taking on a player like who was this guy. But two, I'm not sure why Adidas, like even other celebrities, whether it may be um, going down the list, they don't give they don't give you creative control. And when he went with Air Jordan, like that is so synonymous with him as a player. You think of Jordan, you think of his shoes. It's iconic. It's uh, They go together hand in hand, right? Like Iconic sneakers, bro. And that's the thing. Jordan's more than a basketball player. He's more than a personality. Talk about a brand. Like If there's a person who knows how to be the personification of their own brand, Michael Jordan is the best version when it comes to that. Air Jordan, flight <laughs> logo, the Jumpman logo. It's just, it's more. It's more than life. Jumpman, Jumpman. Yes, sir. Michael Jordan definitely um, with his Jordan brand. Obviously, he owns the, the, the Charlotte Hornets, his home his hometown. And you know what's funny about this guy, though? Like, Michael Jordan? This guy, this guy's... But I actually kind of believe. He was like, he told... He told... He, there was a quote. He's like, I could still beat my... Like, his team. Like, the, the team that he owns, the Charlotte Hornets. All the players one-on-one. Which is probably so true because the Charlotte Hornets aren't even that good. And then Miles Bridges... He says, I'd like to see that happen. I'm like, bro, who are you? Yeah, you shouldn't say that to a person like Jordan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's the owner. Of, I think, like, I think, like, he can take you on one-on-one. It's not even that. It's, like, his competitive nature got him here. So, you either take some of it, adapt it, or just don't say anything at all. Because some people, no, they can back up what they say. And for him, he's like, you know what? I'm going to let my actions do the talking. I'm not gonna, he's like, I'm not going to talk. I'm going to let my actions do the talking. But yeah, hundred percent. You know, like to me, what I found weird, because um, a lot of people, a lot of people probably, I'm not sure if a lot of people don't know, but I can say like, I can say like, it's safe to say that some people probably, do, if you do know Michael Jordan, you just know him for basketball. You don't know him for baseball. Yeah. Right. And um, I didn't, I, I didn't know how apparently this. They were saying in the documentary that for like one month he was actually killing it. He was. He did not miss. Uh, he did not get a strikeout. Yeah. Which was insane, but. 
obviously I had no like I never knew the exact reason why he wanted to play baseball. It was for his dad because his dad loved the sport of baseball. He actually played as a kid. Yeah, and he promised his dad he'd play baseball. Right, and a year before he actually uh, quit basketball, I forgot who he was who he was talking to, but he was like because obviously you could obviously tell that he was like mentally he wasn't there no more. He was just, like giving up, and he told I forget the person's name. But I think it was like one of the, I think it was episode four. Episode the reporter, three. something like someone. Yeah, the reporter. So, sorry, reporter, because Jordan told him, "Yeah, I'm going to play baseball next year," which was shocking because you thought that's it. Like Jordan's done from basketball, he's not going to come back. Yeah, of course. But yeah, it's like a reporter, or someone like that, and uh, yeah, hard work, hard work beats talent. Uh, we talked about this in our par episode, and uh, I think was, uh... I think when it comes to pain. Suffering, hard work, determination, pleasure, fun, all the emotions. You take all the emotions in the world, jumble up in a pot, cook it, fry it up, you'll be able to eat. Not a lot of people are going to eat it. No one wants that. It's too much to handle. But so, if you want to be great, hey, man, grab some barbecue Let sauce. me ask you something. Selfishly, as a basketball fan, would you have rather Jordan just not play baseball at all and continue to play basketball throughout his whole career? Never, because I understand something called happiness. Yeah. You got to do what makes you happy. You don't do something because you have to do it. Because if I'm like Jordan, if I was Jordan's best friend like Jordan, played two more years. Okay, he played the two years. But if he lost 94-95 and he still won the three-peat, knowing Jordan, he would never forgive me for the rest of his life. He'd probably be, <laughs> the last dance came, I'd be like, he's the reason why. He'd be like, I'm the reason why we didn't win in 94-95. You're going to be like, I should play baseball, but my friend told me to play. And guess what? The whole world's like, you're a dumbass. You should have told Jordan not to play and stuff, right? <laughs> but for me, happiness is always important because self-help, principle number one, if you're not happy in what you're doing, don't do it. If you keep doing it, you'll become depressed. You'll fall into a hole you can't get yourself out of. So what, what would, So overall, the documentary, like, obviously, it's actually, in, I think it was the uh, most talked about documentary. Yep. In terms of sports, uh, what would you rate it out of ten? Like for you, like did you feel like you it was everything you asked for and more? I get a hundred, easy. Yeah, I would. I've waited. As well. I've waited like over two years for this documentary, and the thing is, Bro. <laughs> people know I love documentaries. Like I love, I watch documentaries as much as I watch anything else. So, how much did he get paid for his documentary, Jordan? Yeah. Well, he he owns everything, right? Like he owns a lot well, of. Well, he owns, so. but he definitely. I wonder how much he got paid. Like how much, like I mean, revenue it made in terms of um. So for me, the, being a documentary lover, this was beautiful. Especially the perspective going back and forth in time. I love that so much. Did you hear what uh, like Scotty Pippen had to say after the documentary was over? Yeah. I saw it on Instagram. Did you hear it or no? Yeah. Uh, he was basically. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to talk about this because, like, obviously. He felt a little bit salty in terms of how he was portrayed. This is how Scotty Pippen sounded. out. I think Scotty Pippen was saying, I think Joel was, uh, <laughs> I think I don't like my patrol at the moment. I just think if he was, uh, everything was Donald Trump, John's an asshole. Uh, yeah, uh, Scotty, of course, Scotty has every right to feel like that, right? Like, once again, Jordan, like, all the moments, including Scotty, you make Scotty look like a villain. And when you showed yourself, you look like you're an angel. And certain things, obviously, like, bro, if that's once again, it's like, if that's your boy, 
before the documentary comes out, let him see it so he can agree with and, or disagree with certain parts. <laughs> well, like I could tell, I could tell you one thing. If we were ever to make like down the road, like hopefully, inshallah, down the road, if we ever make a documentary about ways and like in terms of that standpoint, yeah. if that ever were to happen, then obviously, like people who were part or like you would obviously tell them, hey, this is what we're going to be talking about, and let them know. But Michael Jordan, this is a this is a Michael Jordan response. He responds, if you don't like it, go make your own documentary. Yeah, that's the thing. Like people know that way started with three people, right? And obviously, yeah. if we made a documentary and. We just included. You have every, to ask the third person. You have to ask the other person. If we included everything that happened, and not consult the other person, that's not right. That's rude. Well, like the evil you know, thing <laughs> is, not, it's like who would do that? Like it doesn't make any sense. See, I understand why, like why Michael doesn't care because obviously it's mainly about him. But if we were ever to do a ways documentary, and obviously we have bare footage, like sitting around and obviously like on our phones when we take like like Snapchat and stuff like that. But obviously, if you ever if you ever going to talk about what really happened like that person like yeah that things. person deserves the respect right because they were part of it also so therefore it's like and the third and other persons are boy yeah. like that that friendship would never go away regardless of like <laughs> how things turned out okay. but but <laughs> what i want to say was like because obviously it's like because we were talking about earlier the uh the uh similarities between kobe bryant and um this is how you know how salty he was in, in michael jordan yeah in the past he said that michael jordan's a better player and then he goes and says I, think, I, I saw it on Instagram. He was like, um, yeah, Kobe Bryant's a better player. And he, like, he says all this stuff. I saw laughing for all the saltiness. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, there's things like between them that they have to fix, obviously. Certain things that we don't know about. Oh, um, that, well, there's obviously a lot of things that are hidden. Yeah, there's a lot of things that are hidden. And I think there might be another season of The Last Dance based on how successful it was. They said they might make more, more episodes. So I'd love if they made more episodes. Well, I think, I think definitely maybe... An aftermath, like talking about an aftermath that would happen after the Chicago Bulls, or even talking about certain, because I guarantee there's still stuff that wasn't said due to because obviously it was like there's a lot, getting a lot, yeah, complications between Jay Krause and Phil Jackson because they before, before they were friends, but and then obviously a lot of things came to play. They, they, there's a lot to talk about in terms of. The whole retrospective with the uh, Chicago Bulls, and obviously they were to drop it. I'll be, I'll be there to watch it. I think with the Last Dance, since we already got like Jordan's life until '98, just continue from '98 until the present. That's it. Just keep going. Talk about him coming. Oh, just talk about him coming back, playing with the Wizards, then retiring again, and his life Jordan, and everything Jordan, since then. Jordan said he made a big mistake signing with the Wizards. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like everyone has their own like perspective about it, but why not just make another season? We're all gonna watch it. We're not going anywhere. We're all home, so it only but makes if, sense. If I guarantee you, if they are gonna do it, Jordan's a smart guy. Like he's gonna, he's gonna, he's going to. There's definitely in the talks about doing one, but it's more so about timing and like building the hype because right now there's obviously rumors of like, hey, this this might come out, this might come out, talking about the present time to what he's doing now. And I guarantee, and like obviously, like showing his Hall of Fame speech, bro. His Hall of Fame. Speaking about his Hall of Fame speech, petty. The most petty thing. I'm like, come on. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, he wasn't talking this, about anything as to why, like, what made him great. He was talking about everyone that like pissed him off. Like he was like Jerry Krause says that the team won championships. He's like, no, the players won champ. Like, bro, this guy is like <laughs> roasting everybody. Everyone's looking like this is not becoming awkward, bro. That's Michael, man. Well, that's Michael. That is Michael for you. That is Michael. Oh, man. Hey, well, you know what, bro? 
it was the, uh, here's here's my question actually like, i guess look I, I have one final question for you i'm not sure like if you have the answer to it muhammad al-hassan i'll try my best but, all right brother who do you think from our era of basketball will be talked about because obviously right now michael jordan is talked about so who do you think will be will make history now lebron who do you think is gonna be that lebron of course lebron easy yeah for me honestly i feel like zion if he's healthy it's lebron right now right now it's lebron well right now lebron but um i'm like for me i could i could i could definitely see zion williamson if he puts his like if he does if he puts in the work he could definitely be one of the best players the nba has ever seen that's the thing. No one's touching LeBron right now. Obviously, LeBron has like, who knows, five years, and the thing is, what then? By the time he's done, he has the chance to be number one in scoring, top three in assist, top five in rebounding. Like, well, he he does go down as the greatest passer of all. Time. So he he goes down as the greatest all around player for sure. But the point he is, was the youngest. What makes the difference between LeBron being number two, three, four, and five on your spot as far as your goat list? as opposed to number one with Michael, is how many rings he could win by the time he's done uh, playing. Honestly, he I've has said to win this, rings. Dude, he has to win rings. I've said this. I don't... I can only... He signed a four-year contract with LA. He has, what, two years left? Yes. I can only see him really winning max, max two rings. Well, he has to win it. Max. He has to win it. Because also right now, you have like teams like the Clippers, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. And I've, I, I guess we both agree that they're actually a better matchup than AD and uh, LeBron. And also, they have better. Like I think this, in terms of the Clippers, they have a little bit more. If LeBron, they, they can, like, if LeBron can get to five rings, then people could actually have that debate with Michael. You just need five. It's because he, it's because he went to nine championships and lot, like only won three. And that's the thing. It's like you lost too many times. Jordan never lost. Bro. He never went to Game Seven, bro. He didn't go to Game <laughs> Seven. It's like what are we talking about? And Kobe about? Bryant won five. LeBron depends on Game Sevens. So it's like Jordan never yeah. went to Game Seven. So it's like, bro, what are we talking about, bro? See, Kobe Bryant could have been. There you go. Like because at the end of the day, it's all about rings. Like Kobe Bryant went to eight. To yeah, eight and he's five finals. And he has five. How did he won all eight? So how can you be past Kobe? Can you be past Kobe on the list? And he, the, yeah, exactly. Like if he he needs to win, I'm telling you, like legit. If he has five years for him, the people say he's better than Jordan. He has to win. Bro, he has to win this year. If the NBA comes back in July, which I think they're going to come back, he has to win this year. Bro, I hope it's sports comes back because uh, just talking about it, like, in, just talking about earlier, I don't care about this quarantine thing. I can get over it. It's just like having sports would probably kill my time more if I'm doing nothing. Of course. LeBron, they have to win this year, man. They need, he needs those rings. He needs the rings. Listen, man, Raptors should win this year, even though, like, our chances are slim to enter the finals, but. Yeah, Raptors all day for sure. Raptors. Well, who do you think? So Clippers. Clippers. Are, let's end it off like this: Clippers or Lakers? Clippers. I'd love to see. I'm I'd going love, Clippers I'd as love well. to see LeBron, but the Clippers are a better team. Honestly, like if Kawhi, if Kawhi even has a better record than LeBron, if you think about it, in terms of championships. No, yeah. So it's like I'd love to see that. And the Clippers, yeah. they, have, they have more dogs on their team, and they have more guys who are just like... <laughs> yeah, Patrick, Patrick Beverly, Lou Williams. Ryder dies, man. Telling, Lou Williams. Bro, you know Lou Williams was an average player in the Raptors? And this guy gets better during the Clippers. I'm like, what the No, heck? Lou's nice on the Raptors. I know, but like, I, I'm telling you, bro, this, this is how I see with all Toronto teams. Once a player leaves Toronto, they generally get better. Like, for example, the Leafs, they had uh, Phil Kessel. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
He went to Pittsburgh and won two championships. I'm like, back to back. I'm like, what the hell? It's heck? like a Toronto curse. It's definitely a Toronto curse. Well, there was a Drake curse, but who knows if that was real or not. Oh, it's, oh with the sports? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Anyways, my brother. Guys, well, we spoke for an hour. One hour. Holy. And there's probably definitely more to talk about the last dance, but I think we hit every single point. Yep. Yes, sir. So, guys, that ends off episode two. Mo, Muhammad, when will this drop? Every episode will be coming out Monday and Friday. I repeat, Monday and Friday, you can expect a new episode of What Are You Saying with myself and Osama. And, um, guys, if you do want to be guests on our show and there's a topic you'd like to talk about, remember to message us on Waste 2.0 or personally on our accounts, Kusa300 and Muhammad.global. Yep. Because we'd love to have you on. We'd love to hear your experience, um, your views on certain points. And yeah. And thank you so much for watching today's episode. We had a good time chatting. Next episode, you guys want to like. The episode after that, you guys want to like it as well. We're trying to get better. We're trying to do big things. So please like, comment, share, and subscribe to all the platforms we're sharing our episodes. What are the platforms, Mohammed? We have Spotify. We have SoundCloud. We have YouTube. We have Breaker. We have Radio Platform. And we have anchor we have so much different platforms google podcasts coming soon apple podcast coming soon we want to make sure you guys are able to listen to us every day of the week so therefore tune in share let people know that we are coming out consistently trust me i know it's i know we're saying that but we mean it we made it this time we're trying to be consistent we, yeah we made it this time <laughs> we know honestly bro we mean it like we, we're not gonna apologize for like you know what we are, it's, you know, it kind of makes it easier now because we're both at comfortability at our homes. Yeah. And uh, we're killing it. And you know what's funny is my mom thought that, that we were actually uh, together. Like, like, she thought we were actually together in the same place. I'm like, no, just like one device like on an app that makes it seem like we're actually together in one place. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not together right now, people. We're actually just like, we're, we're yeah. at our homes right now, obviously, because of the virus. I'm glad the audio is good. I hope so. When it does playback, I hope so, man. Well, usually with your earphones, you were able to tell because you were you caught up maybe once or twice last episode, but this episode was yeah, really it sounds good. good. And my phone hasn't turned off the iPhone six, so Google, you gotta step your game up, man. <laughs> my <laughs> phone was trying to turn off when I was recording with the Pixel. Bro, I sent I sent a post to you on what we, um, <laughs> I can't say the group chat. Oh no, yeah, you can't say you can't say the name. <laughs> <laughs> you can't say the name. <laughs> and the thing is, anchor said- anchor. I can record uh, Anchor on uh, the laptop as well, right? <laughs> yes, you can, re- you can record on the laptop as well. But because I sent, I sent it through Messenger. So okay, then that means Messenger. from now on, I'm going to use my brother's mic then. I bet. And I was get- oh, because then you could also have your laptop if you want to research stuff. Yeah, I'm going to use But I was going to say, apparently some guy's giving out free AirPods, his own AirPods. And it's, you're only paying for shipping. By the way, this is not a promotion, just so everybody can hear. This is not a promotion. It's like, I saw this on like TikTok. And yeah, so you should, you should check it out. And yeah, once again, to end it off, thank you so much for watching. Mino Sama, very, very, very humbly appreciated. New episodes coming Monday and Friday. Tune in, subscribe, like, comment. Peace. Peace out, Mohammed. Peace out.